0: hi welcome to another episode of maggie's musings for this episode i wanted to talk about i don't even know how to put it concisely but the the performative nature of living in the 21st century as a young person let's say and the reason i wanted to start talking about this was because um today well by the time this is out it won't be the same day but recently i received a text message out of the blue from an unsaved number like an unknown number that said um they find it funny how i didn't want to associate with black people in high school and through college yet now i'm a social justice warrior smh <laughs> and well first off i asked like who is this because I, I want to know who I'm talking to, give some context. They didn't answer. Um, and they just went on to say that, uh, like, I'm not kinfolk. Um, so my public persona just doesn't match, like, what they know, I essentially. Which is interesting, because I have definitely talked about, um, like being a performative ally before like not on this podcast but just in general I think I've made some posts on my Instagram too and I mean obviously at first I reacted not with anger but I like brushed it off and then I thought about it and was like okay well this could be a moment for some self-reflection am I being a performative ally because you know the crux of their argument is that I essentially didn't have black friends in high school. So, how can I claim to care about black people? And I I get why uh that's seems like a valid argument, I guess. Um, but for starters, and not to like justify anything because like yes, I should be more involved in the black community than I am now, but I didn't really have friends in high school. I had I had 3 friends throughout my 4 years in high school and didn't like I would occasionally interact with people outside of my friend group, I just didn't have friends and that's just who I am as a person. I mean, for starters, I was painfully shy. I'm not as shy anymore, but I still don't really like go out of my way. Like it's it's definitely something I need to work on. I understand that it's a personality flaw. Um, cause I need to be more engaged with people, but like their argument that like, it's not, it makes it sound like I would interact with everyone, but black people. Like I would just go out of my way to not associate with black people. Like I'm purposely avoiding them. And that's just not the case. I didn't associate with anyone (laughs) or like if they're using associate as befriend, then I wasn't really friends with, like, yes, I didn't really have black friends, I had there were a few black people I would talk to, like I would I would be acquaintances with. And that's a big thing with me. I just have I have a few friends and like everyone else is like acquaintance. I don't, I wouldn't say I have a lot of acquaintances, but like I just know people but I'm not friends with them. So I wasn't like I they're trying to frame it in a way where I was like anti black. I wasn't anti black in high school or college. I was just I guess (laughs) anti-people? I don't hate people, I just didn't, like I said, go out of my way to interact with them. Not that I've never interacted with people, I don't think I have an antisocial personality or anything. Well, I'm fairly antisocial, but I'm not like, it's not like a diagnosable level where I just avoid people completely. You know what I mean? Like I'm not too bad, (laughs) I'm just not great. But another thing that their, I guess, text implies is that you're not allowed to change. Because, like, yes, for sure, I wasn't political in high school. I honestly didn't have any of my own opinions in high school. (laughs) Like, it was all essentially just based off of what my mom thought and what my family thought. Like, I hadn't formed my own worldview yet which i like high school is around the time when people start doing this i just did it late i guess um but um like none of this is to justify or like none of this is to excuse anything like there are tons of high schoolers who are very engaged in social justice issues and in political issues in general so you know i live in the world it's not like i shouldn't Like, I have any excuses. I'm just giving context for why I haven't always been a social justice warrior like they say I am now. Um, And, like, one other thing that kind of adds to this is just my upbringing in general. Like, I grew up in very mostly white suburbia in a, like, middle socioeconomic status. Um, So, like... I wasn't, you know, firsthand, I wasn't at the forefront of the issues that I now care about. Like, I was very much in a bubble, and the bubble started to burst when I went to college, which is, like, where, I guess, the social justice warrior tendencies came in. But for someone who knew me in high school, like, yes, I'm very different now, but to imply that that means the way i am now is fake because i haven't always been this way that's just not how people work (laughs) like people grow and change at least you should if you're not growing like what's the point you're essentially dead so yes i'm an advocate for personal growth uh, but just the whole general idea of me being performative i started to think You know, is that the case? And I I definitely know that I'm not doing as much as I could be doing, as much as I should be doing. You know, like I still to this day I don't consider myself an activist. Like I care about these issues, but I don't consider myself an activist because I'm not like I haven't dedicated my life to it. You know, I'm not constantly at the forefront of these things. Like I'm I'm in the realm of it, but I'm not. I feel like an activist is like a leader, you know, someone who has really taken it upon themselves to enact change. And that's just not me, though I do care about it. So I don't want to say I haven't taken it upon me to enact change. I just feel like I haven't met the threshold of being an activist or like the threshold I have in my head for an activist. But so I thought about their concept, like, am I being performative? Because to me, I feel that I am doing the best I can in the struggle, even though it's not as much as it could be. And to me, performative ally is someone who, I mean, they perform. They make it seem like they care. Maybe they even do kind of care. They just don't ever actually do anything meaningful so for me everyone and i'm sorry if i come for you in this i'm not trying to be um, condescending or anything but everyone who posted a black square on blackout tuesday and has not said anything since or done anything since that to me is performative allyship and all the companies who issue statements about Black Lives Matter and they care about diversity and yada, 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 but don't actually do anything to change the structure of their company, that's performative. So people who are putting on a display to get brownie points, but don't actually do anything meaningful, that is a performative ally. And so for me, I don't feel I've done that. And I know, like, I know self critique can be difficult so like i'm definitely open to input i always hate critique when i first get it but i will eventually come around to it and try to you know incorporate it but i and here's where it's going to kind of sound like i'm bragging i'm not okay i'm not trying to brag or anything but like i've been protesting i've been signing petitions i've been donating i've been when i can i don't have much money but a little here and there I've been educating myself on the matters at hand and trying my best to educate people around me, like for example, when it comes to abolishing the prison industrial complex, like just a year ago, I was not for that like I wouldn't have considered myself an abolitionist because it just seemed like a crazy idea like when you first hear it, no police, no prisons like it does sound kind of insane but once you actually do the education on it and realize that like one the the reason why people are so closed off to it like from the minute we came into this world we have been indoctrinated with propaganda like nonstop stop propaganda americans don't think that they are susceptible to propaganda but we very much are and we are constantly getting it the idea that cops keep us safe the idea that prisons keep us safe they keep bad people off the street like all of these sound like they are just facts but they're not in fact fact you know like there there is so much evidence contrary to this that it becomes pretty evident we've been force-fed a lie our entire lives and this isn't the only one there's so many there's like so much unlearning to do because if you have grown up in america you've been indoctrinated with american propaganda that exists to to continue state control and state violence against oppressed peoples which one of those oppressed peoples are black people so yes i wasn't fully aware of all the interworkings of of how how our systems of oppression work and that they even really fully exist. So there's a lot of unlearning to do and then creating room to learn new ways and to learn to first learn how things actually are and then to be able to imagine a different world. Like a big part is is being able to foster our creativity. Like, can we imagine a better world or is this all... Like, this is all we know, but is this all we have to ever know? So that's a lot of, like, what I've been doing and then trying to to also share it with other people as much as they'll allow me. Like, I've annoyed family members, I know. I haven't fully begun the work of, like, really like full-scale discussions that are deeper it's just it always breaks down at surface level like the minute I I say anything that that contradicts their worldview as it is now then it kind of it doesn't get much further I mean there have been some progress with at least my mom for now but and I've also tried with like expanding with my friends that's been way less successful people are not super open to, the, to you know, these kinds of discussions, but I've been doing more than just, well, a heck of a lot more than just posting a black square. Again, I'm sorry if you're a person who's only posted a black square. I'm not purposely trying to be condescending or um, antagonize you, I'm just it's just simply a fact that that is performative that is not helping anything but but for me i've done more than that and i try to continue to do more like i've i'm begun looking for groups to join and i do want to make more friends like for more connections with people that already see the world the way i do instead of like just trying to bring people to my point of view, which that's important, but also like having an actual base, a community, um, like a collective, if you'll call it that, um, to be able to, for like more encouragement and help me to, to help push me into a better direction, like help push me further. So, with all that taken into account, I don't see what I've been doing as performative. But I also understand, by the very nature of using social media, like social media is inherently performative. Whenever you post something, you post something to share to others, you are kind of perpetuating a persona. You are are performing for your audience, who's your followers. I don't think that's inherently a bad thing. It's inherently performative, but it's not inherently a bad thing. Like social media helps you with outreach. I mean, I'm reaching more people this way than I would be standing on a street corner yelling and more people than just one-on-one, although one-on-one is still important. Um, that you can get a lot more in depth that way, I guess like face-to-face or with COVID now over phone or FaceTime but you can reach a lot more people quicker and with less work through social media and it's been really fueling Black Lives Matter since it started not just the resurgence this year but like since it started back in in 2013 social media has been a huge factor in it and honestly social media plays such an important role in any, really any movement now so I don't I'm not one of those people, like, I'm not a boomer that's going to be like, get rid of your Instagram, it's all bad. Like, I acknowledge that it comes with good and bad in terms of revolution. Well, yeah, revolution. I guess not everyone that's a part of the movement is looking for revolution. Um, I think that's essential, but that's something else. In terms of movements, it's important. But it's also... Like they were accusing me of being performative. But like I said, it's not essentially a bad thing that it is performative. You still get a lot of benefits from it. But because social media is performative, and we know this, that it can't really give every facet of who you are, it doesn't, it's not a full 360 of you. It's what you only put out. So for this person to say that to accuse me of essentially only going along with Black Lives Matter now because it's popular is them assuming that they know everything about me and everything that I've done and everything pertaining to the movement, which isn't true because they are only seeing what I post, which what I post can seem performative because it essentially is. But that doesn't mean that it starts and stops with what I put on my story. You know, that's just like a starting place. From Instagram, I found things that I should read to expand my mind. I found petitions to sign, places to email. Like it is a crucial factor, but it's also a performative factor. And those two things can coincide, it's fine. Like it, it's not contradictory. But by the very fact of the matter that they think I'm doing something as a fad, that part is just not true, so I feel like their criticism is not it's a bit unfounded, <laughs> and I don't agree with it like i like I said, it's hard to self critique because how can you have an unbiased look at yourself? You are yourself you're automatically biased but I mean I'm trying to pull evidence and from what I see I'm just not I'm not being a performative ally. So, whoever you are cuz you won't tell me who you are if you hear this I'm very much willing to talk about my growth and evolution over these past it's been 7 years since I graduated high school, so in the past 7 years how I've changed and how I got to my current worldview and what I do now. Um, and I'm sorry if you feel I ever overlooked you or did not make an effort to get to know you. I'm sure I actually didn't get make an effort to get to know you, but it wasn't, it's not, you're not special. <laughs> I didn't make an effort to get to know anyone outside of my like three friends. So yeah, I just want to talk about The idea of performative allyship in general um i guess so far i've talked about how it's just as it pertains to me but when it comes to when it comes to other people i mean i don't want to be like preaching or anything but i mean consider have you done anything meaningful like have you done anything beyond just posting although posting is important but have you actually try to engage with the movement in any way you know i think that there are definitely levels to activism like i don't consider myself an activist like i said because i'm not fully immersed in it but i'm trying to do my part i think that's just everyone where everyone should be like everyone should be at like the base level of activism because regardless of like your fields in life or like your interest or anything like these things affect us they affect they affect marginalized groups more of course but i think the saying that none of us are free until all of us are free is very like there's so much validity to it and i could have a whole like episode on just that alone but just know that we are all way more dependent on each other than we think we are. We are much more collective than or we should be much more collective than capitalism tries to make us see ourselves as, which um I'm going into an anti capitalist rant again. I'm not gonna like go fully into it, but just know capitalism does play a part in like the syst- like our systems of oppression and the movement in general because I think any like Asada Shakur said um this is paraphrasing but like all liberation movements are movements against capitalism like no one is fighting for capitalism any liberation movement is inherently anti-capitalist so yes it plays a role but where was I going with this (laughs) um oh yeah but we all we all our struggles are interconnected um intersectional if you will and even if you are at the top you are a white a cis white man a cishet white man knowing that anyone in society is being oppressed should still bother you for the simple fact of being like an empathetic human being but also if they are being oppressed there's really nothing saying that you can't be the next oppressed group like there are so many ways where our our identities intersect so just because you are at the top does not mean that some factor of you cannot be seen cannot be used as a marker for oppression later you know what i mean like even not all cishet white men are necessarily at the top like if you're poor you are not you know at the very top so there's so much intersectionality there's so much that goes into us as individuals but also as a collective and it's just really important to get to understand and to fully believe the concept that none of us are really free until all of us are free like there cannot be any oppression anywhere we need to stamp it out otherwise you if you are if the only way you're going to be involved in any of these movements is if you have a personal stake, then know that you do have a personal stake because if there's any oppression anywhere, there's nothing stopping you from being the next one. So all of our struggles are interconnected. We should all be involved in this as individual people. I feel like when it comes to corporations, anything they do will always be performative because really the way they're structured, there can't be true liberation. They can't really do anything to help (laughs) like they can do little things to help but at their core like they're already exploitative they already function off of off of oppressing you know people it's not always black people but they always they only exist by exploitation or through exploitation so when it comes to them I think anything they say will automatically be performative allyship because I don't think there's any for a lot of organizations the only way for them to be anti-racist is to not exist and no corporation will absolve themselves and miss out on money just for the fight for liberation so there's not much that can be done there in terms of them going from performative ally to a true ally But there's always stuff that we can do as individuals as collectives just when you get into corporations and into the like like institutions and just the whole system in general the whole thing really needs to come down i don't want to get into like radical (laughs) politics right now i'm just talking about like the aspects of being an ally which I guess okay no the aspects of being an ally eventually you get there I don't know where you are on your journey but eventually you realize that the only real way of enacting change is to tear the systems down and start over so that's where I've reached in my journey I'm sure it'll change in the future I'm excited to see where I'll be a year from now how I'll feel about things and what I'll be doing Um, like I said, I'm looking for, like, groups to join. My, in all honesty, my main thing with that is, like, I'm worried about getting on, like, a type of watch list and, like, implicating my family in that because I live with them now. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going to join anything too radical. I'm not going to attach my name to anything too radical for that reason for now. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see my future growth. I hope you guys have all grown. I'm sure... I'm sure you have. I don't know if it's necessarily um in regards to this movement. Um and there are so many like liberation movements going on. Like I said, they're all interconnected. So the fight for black lives is also the fight for black lives or for brown lives, for sex workers, for trans people. Like all of our struggles are interconnected and we should all be fighting together while realizing that we have individual, we realize that there are, like, nuances to our individual struggles, but that they are still all interconnected. So really, it's, like, one big global, (laughs) one big global fight for liberation. Which is honestly so beautiful. Um, But yeah, so that is me and my how i've changed from high school um and i just hope i'm not coming across as performative like i said i know that just using social media like in general that act itself is performative like i am putting it on display for you guys to see but that is important at times like if we all like For sure, our own individual um, contributions are important. But if no one ever knew about it, and I feel like no one was actually involved, then movements would die out very quickly. So it's important to share what you're doing. And it's important to share that you care, even if it is performative. It's a good performance, and there's, there's work behind it. Like it's backed by actual, you know, concrete, tangible things. So yeah, I'm I'm sorry I haven't always been this way. <laughs> I guess it would have been cool if I'd if I'd uh accelerated my growth and been the way I am now in high school. Um that's just not the way it was and I think that's okay. <laughs> um and honestly for anyone who you feel like there are people who are just lost causes, like, just know that that's not necessarily the case. That everyone is capable of growth and change. I think in the time we live in now, a lot of us have been radicalized by by just the circumstances. Um, a lot of people don't have a choice. Like, they they grew up in neighborhoods and in with circumstances that didn't really allow for anything other than being radicalized, like they seem they have seen the world for what it is way longer than any of us have we I don't know who's listening specifically, but me I have joined late. I only recently realized the way the world works and that's okay. I got there eventually, and I think a lot of other people can get there too um so Really gatekeeping the movement isn't helpful. Like it's important to call out performative allyship when you see it, but don't gatekeep it where you're not allowing for any new allies to come in. Cuz how does it help if you're not getting, you know, more people on your side? That's becoming detrimental. So don't don't be like a holier-than-thou person. And I'm sorry if I come across that way. Um like I said, open to criticism. Let me know how I can improve upon that. But don't be holier than thou and just discount anyone who isn't already like you because how can they get to where you want? Like how can they get to the point where they can be a help to movements and be like a part of liberation if you don't allow them to get there? If you close the gate on them and say no, you haven't you haven't been like this always. You didn't meet my marker when you were supposed to meet it, so you just can't You know, like, that's not helpful. So call out bullshit when you see it, but also acknowledge that people are capable of change. And honestly, the goal for everything, even when, like, when you call people out, the goal should be to improve them, to get them to a better position, to get them to, I don't want to say to be like you, because then you're putting yourself as, or I'm putting myself as, like, the end goal, which I have not reached the end goal, so don't look to me as like as your end point. I don't think anyone really is the end goal, like I said, we're always in the process of growth, but don't when you call people out, it's always in good faith, it's always to help them that sounds condescending too, but it's always with the intent with good intentions it's always. To create, you know, a new, I don't want to say new warrior, (laughs) a new person involved in liberation struggles. And there, I don't think there's necessarily always a right way. It's always a back and forth, which is why I'm always open to discussion, unless it's like, you shouldn't open yourself to all discussions, because sometimes it's just not worth it. (laughs) Sometimes, You're just expending energy for no good reason. But yeah, whoever it was that texted me, just know that um, I'm sorry I came across as performative. Uh, That's not what I am. That's not what I'm doing. Um, If you want receipts for things I've been doing, then feel free to DM me. Um, Or just, you have my number apparently, just like let me know who you are, why the secretiveness and um I hope you if you see something, say something. i like call people, corporations, politicians. I said politicians like they're not people, I said them separate, but no no, they're not they're not like normal people. Call people and things out and always, you know, be working towards self growth and trying to promote growth around you. Um, don't be a gatekeeper (laughs) and yeah um, keep up the good work Um, if there are any like leftist abolitionists or like anyone involved with black liberation in general please hit me up I need more people to talk to (laughs) Um, my current friends are not the best to go to for these things um but yeah thanks for listening uh let me know what you thought at on instagram at maggie on mars um and i'll see you for the next one okay bye